Pace like at barnburner.ca. Our twice daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 64 platforms. Welcome to another edition of MLS Kicking It with the Hall of Famer, John Nelson of OSG Sports. Let's quickly get to Saturday matchups. First, let's start Los Angeles FC against Chicago. Chicago coming off a loss to New York City 2 0 on Wednesday. Well, Chicago FC, this means that obviously they are not, uh, they are eliminated from any kind of consideration to the playoffs. I think that this might end up being the litmus test for at the very least Velko Ponovic. It should be a, a litmus test for both Ponovic and Nelson Rodriguez, the general manager. Really, they both need to go so Chicago can start over, but I don't quite see that happening. Anticipate Ponovic leaving or, or being told to go. Uh, Chicago loses to NYCFC midweek, and I just don't anticipate the rest of the season being really an entertaining one if you're a Chicago fan and no one's going to drive to Bridgeview, so I've got to go with LAFC in this one. Now, uh, Seattle is thanking their lucky stars 4 p.m. They play at home against Colorado. They should beat Colorado 7-0. What do you say? Yeah, about 7-0-ish. I think the the larger issues uh, defensively for – uh, Seattle, no update on the injury to Chad Marshall, and it looks like uh, Brad Evans might be out for a couple of weeks. So stuff to keep an eye on there for Brian Schmetzer. So injuries are what you need to pay attention to with Seattle. But I still think that uh, they'll go beast mode, win 7 nothing. But uh, Brad Smith injured out a couple of weeks, no update on Chad Marshall. That's the stuff we need to pay attention to there. Now, a critical matchup in the Eastern Conference, uh, Montreal into D.C. Montreal is, uh, I think, five points ahead of D.C., two games in hand D.C. has, but they could put D.C. away with a victory. What do you think? Yeah, I think that, you know, this is one of those six-pointers that everybody talks about, and D.C., you know, when you're looking at what they've been able to do, did they run out of gas? Yes, they're 8-2-2 two, and two at home, but with all that schedule compression that we're talking about, must win for D.C. United to try to uh, get the gap to two points with those two matches in hand. Uh, Montreal at 40 points. They're the six, just north of the playoff bar. So big big one is needed for D.C. United. I think they get it just to make it interesting with a match in hand only back by then two points. All right, another critical matchup in the Eastern uh, Conference, Philadelphia. Columbus, one point, uh, you know, on top of one point of each other. This could be a big, big game to see who gets uh, playoff seeding. And reminder, Philadelphia played in the U.S. Open Cup final midweek. So they're having to turn around quickly and go to Columbus. Because of that and because of the nature of Greg Berhalter, I've got to go with Crew SC in this one and Philadelphia pretty much solidifying themselves in the five spot. All right, at BMO Field, our guy John Carlo will be attending New England Revolution up against Toronto FC, 7.30. I think Toronto FC comes up with their biggest win of the season, maybe 4-1. Well, I don't think it'll be that much. I think that Toronto FC gets the Duke just because New England is okay. And uh, right now, both teams coming into this one, this will be match, match game 30 for both. New England just is kind of kind of floating in the water right now at 35 points. I don't see them making any kind of a move toward the playoff bar, but it wouldn't surprise me if Toronto FC got the win in this one. Don't think it'll be 4-1. Think it'll be uh, probably a 2-1 or a 3-1, not 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 to 4. 
all right, enough. You just want to disagree with me. You want to make me upset like Drew Ebanks. Anyways, New York City FC into Minnesota. I'm going on a limb. Last week I went on a limb, and I was right. I'm going on a limb this week and say this game is going to be a draw. And, you know, once again, wouldn't surprise me because we know what Minnesota can do, but at the same time, New York City FC playing midweek. And I think that's the, the, the factor here that we all need to look at. You don't know what uh, Domi Taran is trying to uh, get figured out here in the last handful of games. Right now, this will be match 32 for NYCFC. So uh, this will put them with only, you know, two matches left after the weekend. And I, I think that really you're looking at the possibility that if a if there's a crew win and an NYCFC draw, that the three and the four could be interesting with uh, Columbus with a match in hand. And I think that it could be. So I'll go with your draw because of the midweek action that NYCFC had. 14 seconds with this one. San Jose at Houston. Houston playing at home. You know what that means. Your your uh, your analysis. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. But once again, remember, U.S. Open Cup win midweek for Houston. San Jose playing better under their interim coach, but I don't think it will happen. I'll go draw just because of playing midweek and winning an Open Cup. So Open Cup hangover for Houston. 3-1 Houston wins. Vancouver until LA Galaxy. And this one really, I think, is another one of those six-pointers. I think that right now with Seattle only three points ahead of the Galaxy, four points ahead of Vancouver, the question for the Whitecaps is, do they get the interim coach bump? Carl Robinson and his staff were uh, dismissed earlier in the week. And, uh, you know, which L.A. Galaxy team is going to show up? That, to me, always is the question when you're looking at this. But uh, the fact that it's going to be in Los Angeles probably lends itself to the Galaxy. So I'll go Galaxy 2-1. 2-1, all right. And uh, finally on Saturday, FC Dallas into Portland. And this one has a lot of implications, only six points separating one from four in this case. FCD right now is two points ahead of Sporting, three points ahead of LAFC coming into the weekend, and then you've got Portland at the four. And we know what Portland can be at home. We know what FCD can be at home. But, you know, you're playing in Portland. It's going to be a rough environment for FCD. So I'll go 2-2 draw. At home this season, Portland 10-2-3, FCD 6-5-3 away from home. So I'll go 2-2 draw, shared result. All right, Saturday, another, like you said, six-point matchup. Your team, Atlanta United, up against New York Red Bulls, who will not have 99. Uh, Bradley Light Phillips in the lineup, 1 p.m. start on Sunday. And, and this one, I think, could be a really frustrating match for Red Bulls for more than the reason of not having BWP, who contracted one of the silliest red, uh, silliest yellow cards to tack on a, a one-game suspension in recent memory. You don't say what you said to the AR. Bottom line is you just don't. But I think that because of the tactical flexibility of Atlanta United, remember, Atlanta United's up four points with four matches to go when it comes to supporters' shield. And really, it would take some kind of a Herculean collapse for Atlanta United not to finish as the number one. They don't have to win this one. Red Bulls do. But because of the tactical flexibility of Atlanta United, you could see a bunch of different looks. And does uh, Red Bulls coach Chris Armas know how to respond? It could be a 3-5-2, could be a 4-2-3-1, could be a 4-4-2 diamond, could morph from one to the other. 
you know, do you put two guys up top in a 3-5-2 and completely and totally frustrate the back line and create one-on-one matchups going up against Red Bulls? I think that that might be the way that Atlanta United goes. Do they press the press? There are a lot of questions Chris Armas has to prepare for, and I think that this is why it'll be a frustrating day for him. I'll go 1-1 draw because of the frustration that Atlanta United will give Red Bulls. Atlanta will win. Oh, come on, support your team. All right, last matchup of the weekend, Real Salt Lake into Sporting Kansas City. And Sporting right now is six points ahead of Real Salt Lake, and Real Salt Lake is a markedly different club at home than they are on the road. And, you know, when you're just kind of looking at life in Sporting, they found their defense, I'd probably say about a month ago. Right now, Real Salt Lake away from Rio Tinto, 3-10-2. So let's go with Sporting, probably 2-1. All right, that's John Nelson, the Hall of Famer of OSG Sports. John, tell everybody where they can find you and where they can find that tremendous soccer down here app. And is it available on iOS yet? And also, what about the OSG app? A lot of stuff to talk about. Yes, there is. The OSG app is coming up just around the corner. Right now, for those of you with iOS phones, you want to hook up with the Soccer Down Here content, go to Spreaker.com, download their app, go through Spreaker, do a search for Soccer Down Here. That way you can get all the material sent to you on bolos and alerts. If you have an Android phone, you can have the SDH Android app, download that. Then you know when we're live, when a show's been posted, when all the specialty programs are up. So that's the way it is right now with all of those four possibilities for apps. Spreaker.com right now for iOS. Soccer down here for Android, and the Android and the iOS are coming for OSG Sports. Follow us at Twitter at Soccer Down Here. Follow me at OSG Nelson. You can follow along on Facebook as well at John Freeman Nelson, adding the Freeman just to be different. Cute sports guy because when the boss says that's what you are, that's what your handle is. Follow Jason Longshore at Longshore on Twitter and Jarrett Smith at Jarrett underscore Smith on Twitter as well. All right, that's John Nelson, the Hall of Famer of OSG Sports. He'll be back for EPL Back of the Net. Thanks a lot, John. Anytime, my friend.